What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. So uh, 104, creeping our way up. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. Uh, you know, we got the uh, game going on in the background with the uh, Chiefs and Chargers. Hoping uh, Patty Mahomes throws to uh, Kelsey the whole game so mm-hmm. I can rack up some uh, fantasy points this week. Uh, how you doing on your side? Not too bad, man. Just Yeah, I just this is, uh, you know, unfortunately in... Uh, one of my leagues key, have Keenan Allen, so he's out, not unexpectedly. But uh, you know, other than that, I, I you know I love watching Justin Herbert play. I think he's he's going to end up being a top three, top five guy this year, is my guess. Just in 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 uh, I would say just overall as a, as a, as a QB, um, yeah. not just not just fantasy. And then you got obviously got Patty Mahomes who came out came out you know hucking last week. So yeah, I'm just I'm just enjoying this game actually today from from the outside for the most part. Yeah, get to see two great quarterbacks in their prime, so to say. For sure. Even though, I, I mean, Herbert's probably not even his prime yet. He's only a freaking 23. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, they these guys are going to be going at it for years to come. So, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, these matchups. This is kind of, I think this is pro- this will probably be our Tom Brady versus uh, Peyton Manning type of uh, uh, quarterback battles. But they're in the same division, so they're going to play a lot more. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, since we had the, uh, since we're talking about the NFL, week one is uh, in the books. I mean, some of the good games we saw were the Bills versus the Rams. Uh, the, the Bills put a whipping on them, man. I, I think the Rams are in trouble, man. But I mean, they they'll probably still get there because they're in the NFC. But uh, they got a lot. They got, they got a long way to go to get ready to try to get back to Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I'm not I'm not counting them out yet. I still think they have probably. You know, top three talented team in the league on both sides of the ball, uh, and they got a obviously a good coach in McVay, and I think he's uh, he's been put to the test here. I think they're just they're lacking a little bit on that that line, and I think they're lacking on the playmaker side. I mean, I've I've heard rumblings that that they're you know kind of courting OBJ to come back because they need another pass catcher over there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jefferson, who was a big you know down the field target for them, uh, was out, so. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not counting them out yet. Stafford, yes, Stafford, he's a, he's a seasoned veteran. They just went up against a really, really, really good Bills team. Yep. And a, and a really motivated Bills team this year. Oh yeah, because uh, uh, your boy Von Miller was looking out to get revenge, and that, that's kind of what they needed some outside pass rushing. Because when they get, when against the Chiefs, they couldn't get a sack for their life, and that's kind of what they need. He's, he's definitely going to be. That's their hired gun. If that team, if they ever meet each other in the playoffs, so yeah, you know he's you're, you're right. I mean they came they came out they they couldn't uh, they couldn't they couldn't get pressure on Mahomes, uh, and and in the last year's uh, playoff game and <clears throat> you know teams like that when you're that close, I feel like they they do again they target certain teams right. They're they're looking at the Chiefs saying how do we, how can we beat them this year, and that's mm-hmm. why you go out and sign sign a guy like Von Miller. Um, to add to that stout defense, you know, you got Le- Leslie Frazier there, who's a, a seasoned veteran, probably could have went for a head coach job. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, they got a they just got a solid team. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, looking forward to seeing how they match up uh, or or if they can match up 
you know, if they ever get to play each other in the playoffs, because that's kind of like a revenge game. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Oh, for sure. That, that would be awesome. And then uh, we had the Steelers and the Bengals. Interesting game. Steelers defense came out and on fire like they always do. Then uh, <laughs> your, then your boy, uh, your boy White went out. And then uh, the Bengals got back in the game. Then with some missed field goals, but the Steelers pull it off, man. It looks like uh, your boy Tomlin. Damn, Tomlin. Look like your boy Tomlin is going to be uh, nine and eight, man. So he's going to be above five hundred this one for this one again. <laughs> you know he is. He doesn't, he don't he don't go under five hundred any, anymore. Yeah, you know that was, that was a weird game. Um, Fitzpatrick with the with the uh, early pick six on on Joey B. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they Bengals played better after that. But, uh, you know, again, it comes down to missed extra points, missed field goals, um, which was a, kind of a theme across the league on Sunday. It was kind of weird, you know. I, 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 I didn't get to watch it a ton because I, you know, I had a, uh, had a work conflict. But when I got back and just watching all these games that were, you know, missed field goals, missed extra points, missed this, missed that. It was just like unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Some kickers got fired, too, for uh, missing so many kicks. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. I mean, especially week one. Well, your one job is to kick the ball. Couldn't kick it. I don't know if it's nerves or, you know, not not being on a point with your holder. But, I mean, so, 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 so a lot of these games come down to field goals, man. And uh, you, you don't want to start the season off in a, on a negative note. So No, no, you you really don't. Um, but, you know, we, we, we look on to week two now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then we got the... Uh, we had the Browns and the Panthers. Your boy Baker struggled. He, he has some. He has some little plays. He shows some flashes, but uh, I mean, I don't want to say it came down to you know the call, but you they can't you can't put yourself in a position to for you know the team to win like that. But hey, uh, I mean, this is Baker's going Baker. The Browns are going to Browns. We're going to see what happens on this on Sunday though. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I thought actually Baker, you know, I think he was probably a little amped up in the first half, but I thought he played better as the game went on. Uh, he settled down, obviously the the bomb to Robbie Anderson. I thought he was I thought he was okay, and I, I don't think he was great by any means, uh, and I don't think I, I you know I don't think he thought he was great. But with that defense and and that they gotta they gotta win that game. I'm sorry, you can't mm-hmm. let the Browns come down and take a field goal to win it on you. Yep. They and you know surprising to me too was the um, the lack of involvement for uh, McCaffrey. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, not even for him. I felt like that on a lot of teams. There was uh, some teams that you can tell they were for, forcing the ball to certain people. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe they felt like you know they didn't want him to get hurt again in you know week one. Yeah. So let's t- let's take it a little light on the um, you know amount of uh, touches he gets. And then let's see if we can, uh, you know, spread the ball around to some of these other players to kind of get uh, Baker, you know, um, comfortable with throwing to some of these receivers. Because, you know, the run game mm-hmm. is always going to be there. I mean, if you got to throw to the running back on a flat or a screen play, I mean, he's that's not I don't I don't I don't see I don't see I don't think that's a hard uh, throw to miss compared right. to uh, trying to get a, a receiver open on a um, throw receiver open on the uh, on some of these routes. So sure. Sure. We're definitely gonna wait, wait and see what happens. Uh, you know, because they're gonna have, they're gonna have some games they should have won. If they don't win, you know, it's all gonna fall on Baker. So. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Then we had the uh, Ravens and the Jets. I mean, not not too much here. I mean, no. Your, game, your was, boy, game was game was over before it started. 
Uh, your boy Lamar uh, was throwing. He threw, he threw some bombs, and I was, I was surprised. I don't know he if did. the Jets. I don't know if the Jets didn't think he was going to throw or. Yeah, I you know they, they probably caught him off guard a little bit. I, I feel like the the Jets probably thought that they were just going to you know run the ball down their throat, and and you know Lamar came out you know gunning. Uh, but yeah, you know I, I you know once the Flacco news came, obviously with Zach Wilson being hurt, and then Dwayne Brown's out for four weeks. I think that uh, uh, you know. Joe Flacco needs time. He needs that protection. Mm-hmm. Um, when he doesn't have that, forget about it. Yeah, any any quarterback needs protection. Well, especially him because he is not mobile. He hasn't no. been mobile his entire career. And then, you know, you're, <laughs> if you're the Jets, you're not going to win a game with, with him throwing 59 times. So, yeah, you know, I, I think Salah came out and, you know, probably shouldered most of the blame. But they got to, you know, they can talk a big game and say how things are changed in New York now and it's different, but they got to come out and prove it on the field. And they oh, did yeah. not. They did not do that on Sunday. No. Nah, and I, I, I expected them to run the ball, ball more um, mm-hmm. to kind of to kind of uh, neutralize uh, Baltimore's uh, uh, run game, you know, keep them off the field and then uh, wear out their defense because uh, that backfield they got or well, that secondary, the uh, Baltimore got. They're they're dangerous, man. They got a bunch of guys that uh, fly flies to the ball. I mean, with Williams, I mean he had 12 tackles and a pick, so uh, he came over from New Orleans. So I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, man, to see what uh, directions the Jets go in, and you know if they can establish uh, an, an identity, so to say. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, and the other games, I mean, we had the uh, the Raiders and the Chargers. Wasn't too much there. Um, we kind of thought the Chargers would win. Uh, the Raiders struggle. I don't know if, uh, if if the Raiders are ready for uh, to compete in that division yet. Yeah, you know, I had the same feeling. I thought that they were going to come out guns blazing, and, and and maybe it was just that the you know the Chargers are a good team, and and you know we're maybe seeing a a potential Super Bowl contender here. But the Raiders, you know, I think Derek Carr had a lot of uh, bad throws and. Just didn't didn't like entirely, you know, blow me off my feet. I, I thought, you know, with the him and him and Adams would kind of open up stuff for everybody else. And, and they kind of I figure it was 17 targets to Adams and 18 to the rest of the team. So I think he needs to he needs to move the ball around a little better. Uh, I know. That's, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I know it's his boy and, 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 and they're happy they're back. But if you're going to throw half your, your throws to Adams, one player, yeah, easy to defend. Yeah. I mean, it's not that. This team is not falling for the Green Bay tactics here. So, especially with that defense, they definitely loaded up the defense, uh, like we mentioned before. Because to compete with some of these teams, like the Chiefs and some of these high power offenses, because they struggled last year, last year defensively. So, they're they're ready for it, man. Um, right now, they're up ten zip on the Chiefs. So, we're gonna see yeah. we're gonna see how this how this team plays out. Because we mentioned before, they always get off the hot starts and then they cool off. So, let's see if they can uh, maintain it throughout the season. Yeah, I think this is going to come. It's, I mean, obviously, it's it's always you know on the quarterback for the most part, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see because I felt like Staley maybe took some chances he didn't have to last year and kind of put them in some tough situations. So I know he said he was going to reassess his you know his coaching methods over the over the summer and and uh, maybe he he you know I, I I don't think you don't need to be aggressive. I think you definitely need to be aggressive, but mm-hmm. I I think there's a there's a time and a place and, and maybe he's gonna. Be a little pickier when he does that this year. Oh yeah, so we're gonna wait. We're gonna have to wait and see how uh, 
things play out for this team. For sure. Then we had the Packers and the Vikings. I mean, your boy Aaron Rodgers struggles, kind of, kind of blaming on the receivers, but I mean. I mean, when your first pass of the game is a 60-yard bomb and the guy drops it, he had, you know, 10 yards on the defender. I mean, everyone saw it. it was, he, put, he put it right on his hands. Yeah, I mean. That was a tough but I mean, But I think as a quarterback, you got uh, to eat that, man. You yeah, can't. I, I, you do. And I think that, you know, I think as, a, you know, maybe a younger quarterback, he would he'd be more apt to eat it. But at this stage in his career, I think it's more like, you know, like especially on that one, like I, I put it on the, I put it on his hands. Like I don't think he, he didn't necessarily call, he did call out the receivers, but he was also like, I have to be better too. Coaching needs to be better. It's just you know one of those got to be better across the board if we're gonna win. Um, so I don't, I don't hate him calling out the receivers, but he's got to shoulder some of the blame too. Yeah, but I rather, I rather him do it more uh, behind the, behind the, uh, the scenes. Like I feel like yeah. sometimes he's too, like. But that's how he is. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. You know, I, I don't mind him doing it in public. Got to do it somewhere. I mean, he's gonna get called out, right? Some, you know. So. Yeah, but I, know, you know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, but you know, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna be him. So, I mean. Yep. He ain't changing now. Yeah, it's already, he's already setting his ways. So. Exactly. Uh, but we're gonna have to wait and see, man, because uh, they, they're gonna have, they got some tough games coming up. So. They do for sure. And then uh, we had the uh, the Giants and the Titans. Your boy Dabo just got an extension, um, you know, for winning that first game of the season. I mean, he didn't, but you know, Giants fans are happy. Um, I like the the coaching. I like the coaching strategy, uh, you know, for them trying to go for it uh, to win to win the game and not try to tie it up and then mm-hmm. let it go to overtime. I mean, the defense. Uh, the defense held up a little bit, but you know, the Titans aren't the best offensively. Um, I'm surprised they didn't go to Henry much more. I mean, he had about, uh, even though he had like 21 carries, 80 yards, I felt like, I felt like they could have went to him a lot more like they normally do, but you know, maybe they're taking it easy on him as well. Cause he's coming back from the injury. So, yeah, they probably thought too, that, that they, uh, they, like you said, they just didn't need to rely on him as much, um, to be the workhorse. I mean, they typically do this. They've done this in the past. They, he doesn't really, he doesn't really get going. I would say in, in normal years till, you know, week eight or so. And then they mm-hmm. start. You know, when it starts to get a little cold, teams are, you know, getting a little beat up. That's when he starts to shine. Yeah, people people don't want to tackle. Uh, exactly. That's when the that's when they put the power on him. But it's gonna be interesting to see on that team as well because right behind Tannehill is another capable quarterback that a lot of people didn't think um, would be as capable. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Yeah, I thought I thought it was one of those hits. I thought that Tannehill was uh, not going to get back up, but he probably looked over and saw Malik Willis on the sideline and. Uh, Shrugged off the pain. Yeah, and he saw he saw uh, Doug Flutie in his uh in the shadow. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh we got the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Uh, we mentioned a little earlier the Chiefs made light work of the Cardinals. Uh, your boy Patty Mahomes goes crazy because uh he was they had to listen to Tyree Kill pretty much the whole off season and uh, preseason with the podcast. You know, kind of saying that uh you know he was one of the reasons why you know they were able to do what they do. So. I guess uh, Patrick Mahomes took that personal. I had to remind people. Yeah, I like in pictures that the the, uh, the Jordan face with the uh, holding the iPad. You know, <laughs> yeah, it, I took that personal. I took that personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I was listening to someone earlier this week. I forget who it was. It was like 
he's like, obviously they would prefer to have Tyreek Hill on their team, but at the cost, you know, it just, you know, he could almost, um, Holmes can almost, you know, be more, he can spread the ball around more now. Yep. And he doesn't have to worry about, you know, hucking it down deep to Tyreek all the time. You know, you got Hardman, you got Kelsey, you got Juju in there. Um, he, he can move it around, I think, some more. You get the backs. He, you know, he threw a couple touchdowns to CEH. Um, he, he just threw one to McKinnon. I mean, mm-hmm. he can, he can, he can uh, I don't think he's bound by anything now. Uh, and not to say, like I said, they would totally prefer to have a Tyree kill on their team. But given the cost and everything else, if you can upgrade some other positions, I think Mahomes is kind of like that. Um, Tom Brady slash Aaron Andrews, or Aaron Andrews, Aaron uh, Rodgers, where you, you know, you, you, he kind of makes the guys better. As long as they, you know, run their routes properly and catch the ball, I don't think it really matters who you put out there. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. Because uh, the for him, for him to be able to spread the ball around more is actually, I feel like it's more dangerous than, uh, yeah. than you know, having only two targets to throw to. So Exactly. And then they, they also got a lot bigger at the receiver position too. So I think that's going to help them as well because they got uh, possession guys that can uh, get the ball and uh, go mm-hmm. with it. So Yep. Then we had the uh, Buccaneers and Cowboys. You know, our Bucks make light work of the Cowboys. Mm. Your boy, uh, your boy Dak is out for initially was six to eight weeks with the the thumb. Now it looks like it'll be three to four. I think it's gonna be interesting. It's interesting to see how it plays out to see if the Cowboys can remain above water because a lot of people were picking them to win the division. Yeah, uh, this is it's it's tough. You know, when this happens this early, and and you know, I, I would say the the Cowboys offense didn't look great to begin with. You know, you know, Zeke to me is, you know, I would just go, I would just roll with Tony Pollard uh, <laughs> at this point. And then uh, that old line is just, it's just beat up, man. I mean, you don't have, you don't have uh, Tyron Smith out there and a rookie at left tackle. Um, Dak was, you know, getting pressured all night long uh, and ultimately, you know, slapped a, slapped a helmet a couple too, too many times. So... Yeah, you know, now it's can you yeah, can you go two and two in, in the next four weeks and, and hopefully be at two and three when he comes back and yep. stay within shouting distance. I mean, fortunately I, I don't <laughs> I don't think the NFC East is the uh, strongest, uh although the other three teams won uh this weekend. You know, I, I think that if Dallas can can kinda hang on, they'll be okay. Yeah, pretty much. I mean but I feel like it's the Eagles division to loop, yeah, you know, I, give I would away say so. at Although this I point. Thought, I mean, we can get into that one next, but I thought their defense should be better than it was. For what? Uh, the uh, the Eagles. The Eagles? Oh, yeah. They definitely should have been a lot better, but I don't know, man. I feel like they they kind of like uh, – I feel like the Eagles played to their competition. Like not – like like well, like, what do you say? Like downplays the the competition. So if yeah, the I, I competition is good, then they'll play good. But if it's like mediocre, they're gonna play mediocre. But I mean, it's still early. I mean, they might still be figuring out things. But we're, we're probably not. Really, we're gonna see some real tests coming up. Eagles got the Vikings this week on Monday Night Football. That's oh, your, that's your yeah, yeah, no, game. Yeah, no, yeah, that should be a good game. I mean, Jefferson and um, uh, uh Thielen. Versus mm-hmm. uh Brad versus Bradbury and uh uh who's the other corner um Slay, Slay. Yeah. yep so especially after uh, what uh what uh Jefferson did last week yeah I mean he he is he was at 160 yards and two touchdowns and 10 catches at halftime yeah I was I was ridiculous yeah he's a, he's a monster 
I was like, oh, I, I was like, oh, I see why why he went so early. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think he's the best receiver in the NFL, bar none. I mean, we'll see, man. My boy Michael Thomas had two touchdowns, but he he didn't have the yards. But <laughs> yeah, easy with this Michael Thomas stuff. Yeah, I can't Michael believe, Th- right. Michael Thomas will be fine. Yeah, but I can't believe Cross tried to trade me my uh, uh, Tony for Thomas. I was like, what? Tony. Yeah. Oh, he, tried oh, he, oh, he was just messing with you. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> and there's uh yeah, the Broncos and the Seahawks. <clears throat> Very disappointing in the Broncos. Kinda like you mean I mentioned with the uh the kind of with the Eagles. I expected a lot more, man. I did, I did they, too. I did too. They're gonna struggle, man. They're gonna struggle. I don't know. I Seattle's always a tough place to play anyways. Um and I know I know Russ is from there, but I thought they they took a little too long to get going too. Um, they didn't get Cortland Sutton involved early enough, and and then you know they let Geno Smith you know roll on him, which is ridiculous. So <laughs> he said he said he said he said they said uh they said that um that he fell off, but uh he didn't respond. What he said at, when they asked him at, at the end of the game, they asked him about uh. They, he said that the people said that the the people said that he fell off. Fell off of what? He never was anything. Thing, yeah. But I mean, I thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, for him the, for him the, to the, talk the, trash. The quotes are funny for sure. But I'm looking forward to seeing uh, if the if the Broncos can bounce back from this. Uh, yeah, I think they just they have too much talent on that team. You know, with the you know Javante Williams and and Melvin Gordon in the backfield, and then you know Cortland Sutton, Russ, obviously, uh, and, and they got a solid defense. They they should be fine. Uh, I, I don't think that was indicative of how their season is going to go. It was not a good start, obviously, but I think they'll be better. Again, I think some of this, you know, some of this week one stuff, it's just these guys not playing in the in the preseason. Preseason, like, yeah. So many of these teams just don't play any guy. I mean, the Rams guys didn't play at all. The Packers didn't play at all, and they come out and they look like total junk. Um, so you know, I think let's I give them a couple of weeks just to see how it goes. Yeah, by pretty pretty much normally by like three week four, yeah, like four five six. That's when we really see who's who. Um, for sure, for sure. So, and then uh, I mean we got week two coming up. I mean some of the notable games, you know, as we mentioned, the Chargers and Chiefs playing now. Um, Chargers actually up now ten to three, ten to seven. Chiefs caught up. Who, who, who are you picking in this one? Uh, I like the Chargers by a field goal at the end. Ooh. Say I'm like uh, 28, 31-28. Ooh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs with a second-half blowout. Mm. It's going to be a, a 28-17 game. Okay. Then we got the uh, Pats and the Steelers. Uh, that's going to be interesting as well. Pats were struggling against the Dolphins, but the Pats have always struggled against the Dolphins. But I think the, I'm gonna probably go with the Pats on this one just because the Steelers' defense is beat up. Give you, give you, uh, New Englanders out there some, uh, some kind of love. So, uh, I'm going with the uh, Steelers. I think, <laughs> uh, I, I think the the Patriots are in trouble. Just that, you know, I think they, they you know, people were excited maybe about their uh, their defense this year, and you know they got torched by a Tua, who I would say is an average quarterback. Uh, at best, and and their offense just—I I don't know what they're going to do on offense. You know, I—if these—if Mac Jones can't get these guys the ball, and these guys or these guys can't catch the ball or can't get open, he's just going to get drilled all year. Yeah, so, pretty much. I, I, I like 
you know, I think this is always a big game for the Steelers. Um, I think the Steelers get up for this one. And, and I think it's a close game. I don't think this is very high scoring. Uh, I would guess something like 21-17 Steelers. Yeah, I'm probably thinking around a similar score, but uh, probably reverse. Pat- but Patriots, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one thing they're missing is a, is a weapon or weapons. Mm-hmm. I think that's something they got to go after, whether this whether it be this season or during the offseason uh, through uh, free agency or to the draft. Because uh, we've seen what uh, Mac Jones can do when he has uh, an array of uh, weapons to throw to. So mm-hmm. then we got the, then we're going to have your Jets and the Browns. How you feeling about this one, man? You just gonna pull it off? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I w- I want to say yes. I want to say they 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 bounce back from last week. Um, they need to get Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall more involved. I know they're rookies, but they're two of their probably four best playmakers. They got to run the ball a little more, and they got to play better on defense. The defense was awful um, on Sunday, so you know I think that. I think that they have a lot of expectations and, and to get to the point that they want to, they need to win this game on Sunday. Yeah, it's definitely a winnable game. Um, the Browns aren't at full capacity. Right. So as far as the quarterback position. Um, so you got an opportunity to be in the game. I mean, if you can uh, run the ball on that defense is definitely going to, uh, you know, wear them out some. And then uh, you just got to figure out how to get the, how to move the ball up the, up the field. And uh, mm-hmm. stay away from Miles Garrett, man. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely look, checking out, looking forward to checking out the score, uh, see what the Jets can do, especially against. Um, that's how you really judge how your team is when you play uh, more playoff teams, um, or you know, to see how you fare against the the, the, the upper echelon of the NFL, right. so you know which which direction you guys are moving in. Hopefully, a positive one. Hope so too, man, because the Giants got the Panthers. Definitely another winnable game. It's going to be interesting to see if the Giants start 2-0, mm-hmm. how excited the New York fans will be. I like the fact that Saquon's coming back strong at about almost 200 yards. Game one and got the winning uh, <clears throat> two-point conversion, rushed in. But, hope, you know, main thing is him with him is for him to stay healthy. Injury. Yep, for sure. Because yep. uh, if, he, if he's out again, uh, that's when the dominoes start to fall, man. But. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping he stays healthy this year. I mean, when he was healthy, he was almost a you know two thousand uh, all-purpose back. So, fingers fingers crossed for sure. Then we have the Dolphins and the Ravens. I think that should be a good game to see that um, second the second unit of the uh, the Ravens against uh, you know Waddle and uh, Hill. And then uh, let's see if uh, you know how how Tua would do under under some pressure with uh, Campbell and those boys on uh, that Raven defense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, I think that's a, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a little bit of a different game for them um, this week. I, I do think the Ravens can also exploit the Miami defense a little bit, so they're a little more dynamic than the than the Patriots. So I, I think it's be a good game, but I do like the Ravens still. Oh yeah, I'm like a, um, I'm like a, I'll trust Lamar until until I, you know until, until I the injury. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like he's uh. He's like the sleeper quarterback in the AFC. Like, I mean, you got you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Herbert, but I mean, he he's right up there with those guys, but he doesn't get as, as much love as them. So, you know, probably just because he doesn't pass pass as much as them in the pocket. You know, a different style type of quarterback, but he definitely gets the job done. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna have the uh, Buccaneers and the Saints. Uh, that should be a good matchup. 
I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the Saints snuck this one. Uh, yeah, I could see them. There's there's a path to them winning this game. I just, you know, I, I again, that's another one like Tom Brady. Like, I, I know there's a lot of guys injured, but um, I just feel like against a it's it's a tough it's a tough Saints defense. I just don't know if they can keep up on the on the offensive side of the ball, to be honest. I don't know, man. I feel like the Saints got a lot of weapons, man. But the, I, I don't think I don't think Kamara's going to be playing that game. Uh, I think he's uh, doubtful. For uh, for that game, no, he's he's questionable. Right? He practiced yesterday. He didn't practice today. Oh, I, I don't know, man. No, well, I mean, normally, yeah, normally when you don't practice Wednesday, Thursday, you might miss the game. That's the uh, yeah, the rule, the rule of thumb. But sure, I mean, overall, uh, they, they, I mean, they got plenty of weapons. They you know they run the ball with uh Hill, uh, with the fake quarterback. You know, then they got uh Tom, Thomas on one side. They got uh. Oh, uh, Olave on the other side. They got some weapons, man. Yeah, no, they do. They do. They just have Jameis throwing the ball, and yeah. you know, without having Sean, without having Sean Payton there, I don't. You know, I just don't. I don't trust him as much as I would if Sean Payton was there. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing. You got Tom Brady versus uh, uh, Jameson, man. You got. You always got to go with Tom Brady. I mean, he's going to keep him in the game. So we're gonna have to wait and see. But definitely looking forward to. Uh, you know, checking that out as well. Mm-hmm. And then we had the uh, the Bengals and the Cowboys, but I mean that's not going to be much of a matchup. Dak is going to be out. Hopefully, the yeah. Bengals could take care of the business because they need to get on the right track. They had a slow start last year, but um, definitely want to come with a, have a better start this year because you, people are going to be putting their best against you. You know, after after they, what they saw you what you did last year. Yeah. Yep. And then they got the Bears and the Packers. Bears off to a good start. Packers off to a bad start. Maybe this is going to be the evenness in the force. And, the, you know, um, Packers, maybe, hopefully the Packers get back on track. If not, it's going to be, I think it'll be a long season for them, man. I, th- I think the I think the Packers uh, dominate the Bears. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I just, you know, Aaron Rodgers owned Chicago. Um, like I said, coming off a bad week, you know, I think he... He did the same thing last year. They, I think he scored like seven points last or three points last year. Came back and obviously had an MVP season. Uh, I think they have a, a big week and, and take take out the Bears. We're going to have to wait to see what uh, Justin Fields has to say about this, man. We, sh- we shall. <laughs> then uh, Monday night games, uh, we got the Titans and the Bills. That should be a good game. I think the Bills blow them out of the water. Um, probably, maybe. But I'm interested to see how much the Bills run, man, because – um, if you can run the ball, it changes the game, man. It slows mm-hmm. down the game. Um, and you, and that's the thing. They don't, they, Titans really don't have weapons on the outside. I mean, they got a bunch of young guys. Right. But I mean, we're gonna have to wait and see how they, how things play out, man. Yep, for sure. In the other Monday night game, we got the Vikings and the Eagles. Mentioned it earlier. That's gonna be a great game with uh, you know, the the two two receivers versus the two corners. Two quarterbacks going at it. I mean, I almost say it's like a mirror match, but it's two teams with a lot of potential. I think so. I, I think uh, Minnesota is probably the um, lower floor, uh, sorry, higher floor, lower ceiling team. I mm-hmm. think, you know, Kirk Cousins is solid. Again, for me, Kirk Cousins has never done anything to to wow me, but I just feel like when it comes down to the to crunch time, like he just 
doesn't make the throws that are needed to be there. Um, and then, like like we talked about earlier, I think the Eagles, you know, I think they're maybe low floor, high ceiling. You know, it depends mm-hmm. on how, how Jalen Hurts plays and how that defense plays. But talk about weapons, I think that team is loaded. And and they could they could do some damage in the, in the NFC. Yeah, they definitely could. Just offensively, they're gonna be a tough out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, outside of that, not much else in the NFL besides your boy Brett Favre out here stealing, stealing welfare money and and building a new volleyball volleyball. Facility. Yeah, yeah, man. That's a, that's a white people crime, man. No offense, man. <laughs> hot hot garbage. Bad. <laughs> I was not. I can't say anything, man. I know. That's, it's yeah. just that's your people's man. That's a bad. That's a bad one. <laughs> yeah, especially on on his name. But I feel like people will forget about it in the, in, the, in a few months, and probably things will be back to normal. Yeah, you're probably right. Just when you read it, it's just like, oh, like what was he doing? I mean, we know what he was doing. I mean, <laughs> no, but like, what was he? Sorry, what was he thinking? Like, hey, come on, I, come on dude. Man, if somebody tell you if somebody tell you they got they're not gonna notice. I don't know, man. That's just, yeah. my, my money makes people do funny stuff, man. I know, so, I know, I know. I never, I never really, I never really liked him anyway. So no, yeah, wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't a fan of him. Then uh, I said for the NFL, and then uh, on to the NBA. I mean, it's not much here. I mean, the Suns owner got get suspended for a year. A lot of NBA players were not happy with it. So, uh, so what what did, did the NBA players want more people to be suspended from there, or did they want him suspended longer? Because I, yeah, I know I, I know I heard that they were like he should he should he should have to sell a team, but Adam Silver basically came out and said, look, I I don't control that. Yeah, I think he was they a lot of players wanted him to get the the Donald Sterling treatment okay. and have to sell the team to that extent. I mean the the racial comments weren't as you know harsh as uh the donald donald sterling like they don't really have them on tape or anything like that or like email emails or anything like that but it's mostly just hearsay from uh former employees mostly uh based off some of the things he was doing and then the the sexual it wasn't really sexual misconduct but definitely um inappropriate conduct with some employees said he was like showing his wife like in a bikini or something to some Mm -hmm. employees just a lot of weird stuff but I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how how many how many more occurrences we get get of these from other owners, because uh, you know they're not they're not the only ones out there. So, no, I mean it's a bunch of old old white dudes. They aren't they aren't exactly the uh, you know the most open minded people. Oh yeah, definitely not. But I mean, hopefully that'll come with time or new ownership. So I think, I think so. that's what, I think it will. I think that's what a lot of people are hoping for. But yeah, I think it's almost, if uh, it's, it's almost like if they can hold on long enough for the younger people in the family to take over, so that they don't have to, you know, boot boot owners out. Or or the NBA just needs to do a better job of getting more black owners, they, yeah, uh, sure, or my other minority owners in there to uh yeah. to just to ca- cause some change and help the other owners get exposure to different walks of life. Yep, agreed. And then um. Uh, some other stuff is not really in part of the NBA, but related to the NBA. You know, Be- Becky Hammond's in the finals mm-hmm. in the WNBA with the uh, the Aces. They're playing tonight. Um, I mean, I think the NBA. I think some of the NBA teams missed out missed out on a good coach, man. Yeah, and you know, you saw. Uh, um, I don't know if you saw the interview that, that Pop uh, 
you know, when, or not interview, but the post-game speech to Pop Cave, uh, which is great, you know, basically saying she's as good as they get, men, women, it don't matter. So, I, you know, I think, I think you're right. I think that, you know, when we talked about it, we thought someone might, you know, take a chance and, and, and be the first team. And I think, uh, I think there's probably some, some folks out there who wish they did. Oh, yeah. Interesting thing I want to see is basically if they win um, the finals. I mean, they're up two, two zip pretty much in the finals right now. Mm-hmm. If a team tries to draw her away from the WNBA yeah. or, or even if they do, she decides to stay. But that's the main thing I'm interested to see. So, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Hope, you know, definitely rooting for her. Hope she wins. That'd be great. You know, first, first year coach win a, uh, you know, a chip. So, um, yeah, it would be pretty cool. And then it also, it just adds to her resume, um, as sure. a coach. So I mean, you can't go wrong when, uh, you, you, you're in the pop tree. So absolutely. Then, uh, on to MLB, not too much here as well. Um, your boy Judge, I believe he's at 56 home runs. 57. Oh, 57. Just hit another one? Uh, he yeah. hit two the other night. Oh, uh, two? Dra- dragging the Yankees across the line. <laughs> uh, they uh, beat the Red Sox the other night. I mean, this looks like they're building a little bit, a little, a little momentum. It, it uh, does. I just hope they can hold hold on to it, man, and, uh, you know, hit the hit the playoffs hot. Yeah, you know, like you said, I think they are. The pitching never... Was it had hadn't been an issue really, um, but it does look like they're starting to get a you know a few more hits. Glaber Torres looks like he's you know playing like he was a few years ago, and and again Judge is there, and I think having Stanton back even if he's not hitting yet is good for the team, and and I think hopefully they'll have uh, some other guys back in there soon as they as they get closer here to the end. But yeah, it looks like they hopefully they can hold off uh, you know the Toronto Tampa Bay and and can can grab that two seed and and get the uh, Get out of that one game playoff and go, you know, get that bye. Oh yeah. That's the main thing, man. You gotta stay you can't you can't let these other teams catch you. And then uh you wanna be in position to have uh or home field, so to say. Yeah. Yeah, if you can if you can hold that home field and you know you know, at least get to to Houston. I I know that he would have liked to have had the home field throughout, but again, if you can at least hold it hold it through to the LCS you're uh give yourself a better chance, obviously. Oh yeah, that's gonna be the biggest uh, matchup if if things play out how we uh, expected to. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, on the other side, I mean, I mean the Dodgers still doing what they do, still hot. Uh, Mets, it looks like the Mets secure that number two spot. Uh, uh, I don't think so. Atlanta's nah. only half game back. Oh, half game? They caught up then. They yeah. Oh, they caught up in the last week. Last time I looked, they were like five games up. I think. Yep. They it it changed quickly. Oh, never mind. Mets fans, <laughs> I need to get it together too, man. <laughs> uh, apparently, you don't follow uh, Mets Twitter. It's been a, a dumpster fire. Oh, no, no, no. No, I don't follow anything Mets. Uh, it's funny. It's stay just away. more. Uh, I, I follow it because it's more amusing than anything. I stay away from that, girl. Yeah, I'm sure. But, I mean, that's another team as well that needs to, you know, keep the momentum going because uh, the Braves and the uh, – the Dodgers are something, something to mess with, man. Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, the Braves are one win back, half game back. But yeah, at the least it's gonna be tight. It looks like the Cardinals are gonna run away with the Central, and then obviously the Dodgers are just pounding the shit out of everyone. They've already, you know, locked up a playoff spot, and uh, you know, likely home field advantage and all that. So 
you you don't want to be you know if, if I'm the Mets or the Braves you you're really vying for that top of the NFC uh, NL East so that you can uh, you can stay out of that one game playoff against either probably the was it the Phillies Phillies yeah uh, or the Brewers I believe the other one yeah but I mean that's the thing you want to stay away yeah. from sorry any, Padres Padres any any one game series you want to stay yeah, away from yeah for sure for sure um because if it's that person's night, it's that person's night. Now you can do about it. Um, yep. Yep. No, you're 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 right. You just never know. One guy comes out and throws a you know complete game shutout. You're done. Yep. Or everybody's or everybody's slugging that yeah, night. It could be a long, right. it could be a long night, man. And uh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's and Brights and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So tonight we got a uh, a uh, Greek yogurt basted chicken that, that was baked, and then uh, over over a bed of rice. So you'll you'll like this one, uh, uh, Rich. So you, you take the chicken, basically you, you get you put together a mixture on the side, all the you know chicken chickens out, salt salt and pepper the chicken. Take some Greek yogurt, some Parmesan cheese, some, you know, you could use use a little bit of dill weed. You can use uh, Italian seasoning, something like that. Mix that all up. Okay. Um, lay that over uh, over the top of the chicken, kind of like, you know, dunk, dunk the chicken in there, let it sit for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, top a little, a little lemon in there, throw it on a pan at, at about 375. I let that cook for, gosh, uh, it was like 35 minutes or so. Kind of want to slow cook it because uh, because you got the want to keep it moist with that with that uh, yogurt um, marinade, and then really just over a plain white rice, and and uh, you got a nice you know healthy weekday meal there. Oh man, that sounds great. I feel like did you, did you throw any any potatoes in there, any vegetables in there, man? What's what's going no, on? No, 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 just just chicken and rice last night. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can do broccoli, uh, you know, I'm just not, you know, if I got the rice, I'm not doing potato. So yeah, just, just chicken and chicken and, uh, chicken and rice for me yesterday. Oh man, that sounds good, man. But I definitely would have threw some potatoes, some carrots yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, throw a little, throw a little color in there, man. But definitely <laughs> sounds good, man. And it How'd you like? well. It's, it's yeah. a good, it's a good heat up. So you can make a bunch of it and, and, uh, and eat it for the next couple of days. As it says, when you can't you can't go wrong when when you can have a food for leftovers, especially you can have it a, a few nights, a few different yeah, nights. Absolutely. I feel like most, I feel like some things taste better on that second, that second third night too, compared to the first. Yeah, I I, I do agree. It, well, it, it it does help too, like when you don't have to cook it. I feel like sometimes when you just heat it up, it's just like you didn't go through the uh you know the the pain of uh, not that this is a difficult one, but the pain of uh, putting the meal together that now you're like. Oh, this is still good, and I didn't have to do anything. All I had to do is throw it in the microwave for a minute and a half, two minutes, and, and I'm good to go. Oh yeah, and that's it's like more flavorful, flavorful uh, that second night too. It can be, yeah. And then, uh, what would you guys uh, drink that down with? All right, so I had my first uh, first Oktoberfest beer. Um, so this is a local one again to Charlotte from Old Mecklenburg Brewery. It's um just uh, it's 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 in the city, maybe just a touch south of the city. But they got a big uh, German uh, style 
beer garden outside uh, and and inside. So there's no. It's one of those with no assigned seats. You kind of just sit sit with you know whoever. They have the big long tables, pretty neat. But they make a, a beer called Mech Mechtoberfest, and you know it's their their take on a, a Marzen style beer, which is the uh, you know the lager that does uh, that that is Oktoberfest beer. So it's it's a little heavier, darker. It's almost like a it just has like a, a different kind of feel to it. It's almost like when you're sitting outside and it's nice and cool. Mm-hmm. It's a good good beer to have. And their 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 uh, their version was I thought was was really good. It was, you know, it wasn't too heavy. It was, it was nice and light. And, and I thought that it, even on a, you know, it was a, it was a little warm, but even on a, on a warm day, I felt like it went down pretty smooth. Um, definitely we'll be having this again when it cools down a little bit, but it's, uh, okay. I'd say o- overall, it's a, it's a really good, good version of an Oktoberfest style beer. And I, and I, you know, I figured with this, you know, old Mecklenburg is a big, uh, just German style beer place anyways so I, I figured that they would they would do it right and i think they they did it justice so i'd give it a 8.2 oh that's good man that's uh one of the best ones in a while too so yeah they they uh you know again like if you like the the pilsners the alt beers uh hefeweizen they do a really good job with with the beer over there i'm glad you found like a little staple there man you have a little uh second go timer when it comes to something yeah. I mean, the problem is, you know, you can only do Oktoberfest, you know, for about a month and a half, two months a year. And then it's, you know, it, it runs its uh, it runs its course for sure. It's like the you know stout season in the wintertime. It's it's, you know, Mars and season right now and it, it'll pass. But uh, for the time being, it, it'll be good. Yeah, definitely. Looks give you something to look, look forward to, um, yeah. you know, as you get closer to those months. Yeah, for sure. And ladies and gentlemen, that's J.D.'s Bites and Brew. And then uh, for the BRR is not too much here. I mean, we had to still watch and see. Like I mentioned, great show. When you get a chance, definitely check it out. I stumbled across some uh, some new reality trash TV on Netflix called Dated and Related. Pretty much uh, they have, uh, I won't say couples, but pairings of brothers and sisters or twins, uh, twin brothers or twin sisters dating within like a household trying to find their, find their mate. I thought it was interesting. Uh, it's one of those shows when you start watching, you're like, all right, what am I watching? Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, like I can't believe I'm watching this, but it's like it's is semi entertaining. A quick watch, not too many episodes, but definitely definitely gives you a quick feel for that that reality trash uh, TV TV stuff. Um, when it comes to like dating dating shows stuff like that. So yeah, well you know those are always a, a, you always those are always a good time. Oh yeah, that's just like it gives you something to you know you can put it on the background while you do stuff or sure. You know, sit down if you need a laugh or so, laugh or two, definitely could check it out. And then outside of that, we had House of Dragon. How, how are you feeling about the episode, man? <laughs> uh, I thought it was uh, it was a good episode. I, obviously, you know, everyone was uh, talking about the uh, the brothel and the incest and, and all that with uh, Renera and, and Damon. But you can definitely start to see some, you know, some strife building with with Renera and, and, you know, kind of where she stands and. Mm-hmm. And I think she's she's more or less waiting for her, you know, her dad to tell her that she's not going to be the heir to the throne. And, you know, she sees it. And Damon, I think, did this obviously did it on purpose, but brought her out to see the, uh, mm-hmm. the the reactions that people are, you know, giving to to her. Even though I feel like she's, uh, you know, she displays the quality and a leader that you would want. She's, you know, very, you know, strong-minded. She's not afraid to make a tough decision. It's just, you know, the whole 
never having a, a, a woman on the Iron Throne, you know, probably scares a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Especially for uh, back back then in that time. Um, oh, yeah. They're looking at you crazy. So, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see. Uh, I mean, he's no, he no, the brother knows what he's doing. You know, he tried to ask for her, the father to give her uh, give her away to him so they can go away. So he kind of knows, you know, the brother, the, the king is going to die soon. And he's plot, you know, he's he's got his little friends that he's plotting with. Uh, I mean, overall, I'm interested to see what happens, uh, you know, as as we get the bigger time jump, uh, the next one coming. So yeah, I, I I still I do think that that she's she's pregnant, but I think I think it will be with uh, what's the knight's name? It's the name, yeah, Chris, Chris Kristen, Christian, something like that, whatever it is. I yeah, think it, I I think I think that's gonna c- come out, and and they're gonna think it's Damon. So Damon's there. They're gonna just shun her immediately. Oh yeah, but I mean, they left the, they left the plan B out for her. But uh, yep, yep. You know, obviously she probably didn't take it. But so I mean, we're gonna have to see what happens because they're probably gonna time jump and then now she got a baby. Yeah, that's okay. that's my guess. So we're gonna have to wait and see what happens, man. And 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 I do think her and the um the the queen had a had a relationship or something. What's that? Who? With um, era. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I got that feeling from the first episode, and then she gets like all bent out of shape about anything that goes wrong with Renera. I wonder if they will ever tap into that um, yeah. as we as we get further along, mm-hmm. um, especially when the the king dies. Yeah, I, I agree. And then outside of that, there wasn't much else. Other other type other shows I was uh, watching. I think I'm looking for some new stuff to watch now. But outside of that, I mean, the Emmys just happened. Uh, some of our shows, they won some awards. They had the best drama was uh, Succession. I still didn't watch that yet. I think I watched like two episodes. I got to get back to that as well. Yeah, same. The comedy series is Ted Lasso. That's a good show. Uh, quick 30-minute episodes, comedy. Definitely would recommend checking that out if you're looking for something quick. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, uh, Shit's Creek. You know, quick, fast episodes, funny, um, entertaining. And they only have like two seasons now. Third season should be coming out soon, and then uh, limited series, the White Lotus one. I didn't like. I didn't. Li- I did not like that show. I think Tom loved that show, but if you want to check it out, check it out on your own time. Not something I recommend. <laughs> and then uh, you know, for lead actress, uh, our girl Zendaya won for uh, Euphoria. Does it? She did a did a great role with that show. You kind of feel like she's like really like a drug addict when you see her outside of the show now. So then they had a uh, lead actor. Uh, Lee Jung Jae won for uh, Squid Game. I know they got the second season coming out. That's going to be a big for me. I think that's going to make or break the first season. If the second season is trash, you can just be like, oh man, this is going to it's going to make the first season not seem as great. Mm-hmm. But if the second season is great, then you're like, oh wow, Netflix got something else here. Because <laughs> I mean, that that's their all time uh, leading sh- uh, show right now as far as like uh, downloads. With a close second is uh. Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. So, but we're gonna see what happens with the next season of Stranger Things, and compared to uh, the next season of uh, Squid Game. So, then for our uh, lead actress, Jean Smart won for Hacks. I never watched that show either. Um, no, I didn't watch that one. I'm probably not gonna watch that show. I'm not gonna lie. That's about it, man. And then uh, lead supporting actor, Jason uh, Sudeikis won for uh, Ted Lasso. He's another guy on the show. He's a former uh, soccer player on the show or well, was a soccer player then becomes a former soccer player on the show it was a good show man definitely like i said check it out man 
it's, it's, it's that Schitt's Creek type feel, but uh, much to me is much better. I mm-hmm. like the characters more and got some funny moments too as well. Right. And then for uh, lead actress in the limited series that uh, Amanda's uh, safe ride for um, the, the dropout. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was good. She was really good in that. Yeah. And then uh, for lead actor, they had a, uh, in this limited series at Michael Keaton and dope stick. That was another g- good show. It's pretty much about the uh, opioid crisis. Then supporting actress, our girl uh, Julia Garner won for Ozark. I mean, they killed her off in Ozark, but hey, got an award for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, she, she did a great job on that show too, man. Um, she she's one of those. She was one of those people you hated at first, and then you became the love as one of the favorite your favorite characters on the show. So. Mm-hmm. Then uh, supporting actor was uh, Succession Matthew McFadden McFadden or something like that. Uh, but I still I'm not caught up on that show, man. I can't judge that one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, supporting actress in the comedy Shirley Ralph was from uh, Abbott's Elementary. It's another good show. Uh, has that uh, office feel, but pretty much in the school. Just pure comedy, man. They're only on the first season. They took a like a you know like a break when they take a break during the first season. It's like the second half of the first season. I don't know if they're gonna call it season two or not. It's gonna be uh, coming back next week on the twenty first. But definitely, you can definitely binge the first few episodes. It's like thirteen episodes so far. Same thing like uh, Ted Lasso. You're looking for a great laugh. Definitely put that on. Um, mm-hmm. Easy episodes to watch. They don't drag. A lot of fun. And then uh, I think that's it, man. I don't got anything else. That's all I got. Right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>